Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hey, welcome to Thursday's podcast. Uh, Sue and Tom here again as we discuss a new piece of scripture here pretty soon that goes along with our Bible reading uh, plan. Um, just just a, a curious question, Sue. Um, you being a teacher and I being a teacher. Now, when you were a girl and were and was in elementary school, was there like a favorite subject or a, or a uh, least favorite subject? Or because you knew you wanted to be a teacher, you loved them all. No, I did not love <laughs> oh, them all. Okay. I think when I was younger, um, spelling was my least favorite subject. Okay. In fact, one time I wanted to get a a good mark on my spelling and I cheated and the teacher caught me ah, there and we that go. changed my whole outlook. And obviously you remember this <laughs> to this day. <laughs> exactly. And, but I, I do like, I, it, after that, I think I must've really knew that I couldn't cheat anymore. <laughs> do you remember how you cheated? Yeah. I had a little list under me. Oh, look at you, Sue. And I specifically remember it because it was like, Armistice Day, and back in those days, they would open the window when the whistles blew and everything. Oh. And I was caught cheating, and I was crying oh, while they listened. Oh, oh, I never oh. forgot that, and I never cheated on no, spelling. Oh, there you again. go. You learned your lesson, right? Yeah. Huh. So that was my story of changing something. Right, right. Huh. But I really, my favorite subject would have been reading. I love to okay. read and books and stuff like that. And you still read now, right? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yes. Are you currently in a book right now? Or? I'm not currently in okay. a book right now. Okay. I'm, I read on Kindle and sometimes I get books from the library. Sure, sure. Do you read fiction? I read, I read fictions. Once in a while, I like um, historical. Okay. So those are the, um, my favorite Right. I like fiction right now because it's kind of nice to get away from the real world. There you go. Right. Dive into this unknown world. Yes. Not unknown. Not, but, uh, not scary fiction. Right. But, exactly. But good fiction. Right. Yeah. Even probably kind of sappy fiction. Like, right. Right. Not like there used to be Grace Livingston Hill when I was a teenager and Nancy Drew and all yeah, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Um, not like that anymore. Right. Though. Right. Right. <laughs> all right. So spelling was not your thing. It was not there. It caused you to, to cheat. Cheat, yeah. <laughs> and it's not a good thing when you get caught. Either. Right. Oh, yes, exactly. Be a warning. Let that be a warning to anybody That's else. That's right. <laughs> All right. So it is Thursday, and typically we like to give God thanks on Thursday here on the podcast. So, Sue, what's something recently that you would just love to give praise to God for? I would love to give praise to God because the last two days have been awesome summer days, and I kind of would like to put my order in for a rest of the summer oh. being like this. <laughs> Mid to upper 70s. <laughs> yeah. Cool Low at humidity. Night, low humidity. Upper 50s at night. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I'm putting my order in oh. for, for the rest of the summer. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see if, if your order gets fulfilled. <laughs> if I'm if I'm any better than a meteorologist. Oh, I know. We'll really. <laughs> well, something Lori and I are thankful for. Um, we did a bunch of traveling earlier this summer because mm -hmm. we have kids that live in other states. And so we visited them throughout the summer and spend about a week with each of them. Um, 
last week we finally got to get to get away just the two of us um, so we pulled our trailer up to the up and we spent uh well we kind of parked it in rapid city which is up near gladstone escanaba area mm-hmm. and we just spent like um four nights five days up there it was just good to be away with just the two of us and the weather up there was gorgeous and you know we drove up to lake superior one day and it was just so pretty you know, you hear that phrase, pure Michigan, right? Uh, it's purer. Yes. <laughs> it seems like it's up more there. pure up there in Michigan, yeah, up yeah. in the UP. I but um, it was just gorgeous. And so we're just thankful for time to get away before our school year uh, begins again. Here I know. Shortly. You need, that's kind of like your, your Sabbath sort of. Kind of, of getting, right. Of getting up there. I felt that way too. We've been up there before too, and got all the way up to the, um, the, to the, to Sault Ste. Marie yes. to watch the boats go through the mm-hmm. locks and hiked in the uh, woods and everything like yeah. that. And I was like, wow, Michigan actually has some land We have like some this. very cool and things. It's, yep. it's nice that it's not so populated. Right, right. So, so yay God for some weather we've had lately that's been great. And yay God for family time. And um, God, you are good. You are good. It's nice to have family, but sometimes it's nice to be able to do what you want. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So we are, I think we are moving into the New Testament today. The last three days we've been in the Old Testament, Psalms and Isaiah and Jeremiah. And today we're going to move into Hebrews. Now, Hebrews isn't always, for me anyway, the most easiest to, uh, the most easiest. It's not, oh, come on, Tom, you're a teacher. It's not the most easy uh, book to understand. And so we're going to kind of tackle here uh, Hebrews 12, verses 18 through 29. And in our Bibles that Sue and I have in front of us, it's called the Mountain of Fear and the Mountain of Joy. And so Sue's going to read that passage, and then we're going to attempt right. <laughs> to have a conversation about this these. Is true. <laughs> okay. Um, the Mountain of Fear and the Mountain of Joy. You have not come to a mountain that can be touched and that is burning with fire, to darkness, gloom, and storm to a trumpet blast or to such a voice speaking words that those who heard it begged that no further word be spoken to them because they could not bear what was commanded. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. The sight was so terrifying that Moses said, I am trembling with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirit of the righteous made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, 
Since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. And all I can say is, phew. <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> That's quite a, quite a. I know. That's what Hebrews is all about. I'm not, I should say it's all about, but I mean, it's it's confusing to me at times. I know it. So, I mean, so the first thing I gleaned was, okay, so we got two kinds of mountains here, right? Mm -hmm. right? The heading says the mountain of fear and the mountain of joy. And so I think verses 18, 19, 20, 21 talk about this mountain of fear, which I think is referring back to like Mount Sinai. That's what I thought. Yeah, in the Old Testament, because right. it talks about the trumpet blast and the speaking, and there was like storm and darkness and gloom, and nobody can touch it, and animals that touch it have to be stoned to death. And that that mountain was a fearful mountain. Right. I mean, the, the people of Israel, I think, cowered um, at this mountain and, and Moses was the one that had to go up there and um, this this was a mountain of fear mm -hmm. okay and then the contrast then would be verses 22 23 24 where uh, the person who wrote Hebrews talks about Mount Zion mm -hmm. okay and I don't know if there's an actual I don't think there's an actual Mount Zion okay um, but I know in verse 22 it talks about the heavenly Jerusalem the city of the living God. And I think, you know, years ago in the Old Testament, it was supposed to be Jerusalem, like this beacon of what life was supposed to be like. Right. Uh, it never really ended up that way. But um, so I, I just think about that's got to be heaven someday, right? This mountain of joy, you know, and we're working toward that. You know, we'll have this perfect mountain of joy and the city of the living God and the heavenly Jerusalem in the future. But our job right now you know, is to, is to try to make this earth like that as best as possible. You know, and I think earlier this week I mentioned how the Sabbath is kind of a glimpse of what mm -hmm. of what heaven is like. Well, we got to try seven days a week to to bring the Mount Zion, to bring the city of the living God, to bring the heavenly Jerusalem now if we can, you know, in our families and in our workplaces and, uh, you know, when we're out in public, we, we have to try the best we can to to bring this mountain, which is filled with lots of joy now. So and that, was, that was the first thing I noticed is that contrast between the mountain of fear, Old Testament, mountain of joy, New Testament, and beyond. Mm -hmm. How about you? Well, um, the mountain of fear, I also um, re related to Mount Sinai. And um, Moses was the mediator there for the people. So Moses was the beginning was one covenant but then when you get down to the second mountain of zion then jesus is our mediator mm. there and that's what i came up with because i was thinking of heaven and as i'm reading that i'm just almost picture, picturing heaven as being all these angels you know bright and glorious and singing to me heaven is going to be singing beautiful, meaningful words and um, meeting those who you love that are there with you. And so I just thought that God's old covenant, which now in the New Testament is not necessary because that was a mountain. It was a covenant sort of based on fear. Right. Laws. Laws. Do this, do this, do this. If you don't follow the laws yeah. the way you should, then you are going to go to hell, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's the right, whole right. idea. 
But then um, Jesus as the mediator presents us with the best resort to go to heaven. Hmm. And that's kind of what I came uh, up with in these this passage. And it was hard to really understand what it means. Right, right. How? But some of the word pictures did help. Right. Yeah, there's definitely an, an old covenant and a new covenant, mm-hmm. right? And that old covenant in the Old Testament was based on yeah, that law, right? Right. Do, and, and then, of course, the Pharisees added all kinds of extra laws exactly. to it. But yeah, it was fearful for the people, I mm-hmm. think. You know, oh, my goodness, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to mess up. Whereas, you know, the new covenant is, like you said, Jesus is the mediator. You know, he, he's he's a savior of grace. And um, yes, we all mess up because we're sinful, but there's that hope, there's that confidence, there's that forgiveness, right, that we have exactly. in Jesus Christ, which makes it more of a mountain of joy, right? Right. And not fear. Right. Not fear. Right. I love verse 23. I circled that phrase, church of the firstborn. And I don't think I ever remember hearing us, you know, as New Testament Christians referred to as the church of the firstborn. I know in the Old Testament, right, the firstborn son right. was the one who got all the privileges, got most of the inheritance, right, and got all the privileges. I mean, the daughters weren't really counted for anything, right, because they got married off into other families. But it was that firstborn son, like they were the ones that were the most important in the family. But this makes it sound like the church of the firstborn. That's all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we're male or female or the oldest in our family or the youngest family, we're all firstborn because we get to experience that wonderful inheritance of Mount Zion someday, right? The city of the living God. And just that phrase, church of the firstborn, was kind of new to me. I never heard that before. I, I appreciate that because I had never quite thought of it yeah. that way. However, we do know that in God's eyes, we're all the same, no matter what, right. no matter where you are at yep. or what. And I guess, I guess then we are the firstborn. Yeah. In God's eyes, all of us are the firstborn if we love him and want to please him. Right. And show Jesus love. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So as you move into your Thursday, um, live as live as, as as if you're the firstborn. Because you are, in God's eyes, a firstborn child. Whether you're a son or whether you're a daughter. Live into that new covenant. Live into that Mount Zion, that mountain of joy where we can experience uh hope, we can experience confidence, we can experience grace. And if you are, if you think you're, you're living on that mountain of fear still, um, just know that that Jesus is your savior. Just know that you are forgiven. Just know that there are brand new starts that can happen in your life. And um, yeah, may you have a good Thursday um, living on that mountain of joy. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.